hour two, Sean Hannity Show, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. 45 days, Americans, their, their families, thousands of green card holders, people eligible to live in the United States legally, uh, Afghan allies, tens of thousands abandoned by Joe Biden. You know, but remember, 13 days before he abandoned them, Joe Biden said he'd never leave them behind. The commitment holds to get everyone out that, in fact, we can get out and everyone should come out. And that's the objective. That's what we're doing now. That's the path we're on. And I think we'll get there. So Americans should understand that troops might have to be there beyond August 31st. No, Americans should understand that we're going to try to get it done before August 31st. But if we don't, the troops will if stay. If we don't, we'll determine at the time who's left. And? And if there are American forces, if there's American citizens left, we're going to stay till we get them all out. We're going to stay till we get them all out. All right. All these generals today in this disastrous press conference are grilling by by the Senate. Um, you know, all of them said they told Biden to keep twenty five hundred troops in Afghanistan. He didn't listen, nor did he take you know advantage of all the time that he he had full control of Kabul. Thirteen U.S. troops are killed. All these Americans abandoned something he said he wouldn't do. Biden, you know, he, then he retaliates with a drone strike killing humanitarians and seven children. And throughout all of this, he has no regrets and he's turned the page. Uh, now, based on the commanders testifying today, if you're to believe them, you know, Joe Biden, you know, didn't listen to his commanders. Biden lied when he told Stephanopoulos that no one advised him against his timeline based withdrawal. And and obviously, he said he was listening to the generals. Now we have this situation of Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller. He's now currently in a pretrial confinement in, in a regional brig. He's, he's a 17 year Marine and he's a Marine Corps installation east of uh, aboard Marine Corps Base Camp Lejeune. He's now facing an Article 32 preliminary hearing. Captain Stan Stevenson, spokesman for the Marine Corps Training Education Command, told uh, Task and Purpose the time, the date, location of proceedings have not been determined. And and what was, you know, what what was the big crime here of Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller? Well, he had the unmitigated gall to tell the American people the truth. You know, he's a proud American. And, you know, the lack of accountability for this botched Afghanistan withdrawal has caused many issues and stressors for thousands of service members who asked, was it all worth it? Anyway, his parents now join us as now their son is in the brig and and now facing, I don't know, maybe even jail time. I have no idea where this is headed. He served 17 years honorably. He was arrested by the very government that he served with honor and distinction and he dared to question the actions of a nation that abandoned Americans and green card holders and their families and our Afghan allies that we made a promise to that if this day ever come, we'd never do this. And he's he's rightly standing for the honor of of not leaving any American behind. Why isn't our president standing for that? And why is he getting in trouble for, for stating the obvious? Anyway, Stu and Kathy uh, Scheller are, are with us right now. Uh, thank you both for being here. I'm very sorry about what your son is going through. Can you tell us what's going on? Well, um, as uh, this is Stu Scheller, Sr. Thank you, Sean, for having Kathy and I on today. Well, it's my Stuart honor was... to have you both on, both on. I'm sorry that you're living through this, and it seems it seems unimaginable to me. It is very difficult. It is, 
It's disgusting. A little over 30 days ago, Stewart was the only Marine officer that stood up and asked for answers and accountability from his senior leaders. And and he has to this date not gotten it. In fact, as you know, senators today on the Senate Foreign Affairs Committee are trying to get answers. The only difference is the generals can't throw the senators in jail. As of yesterday, and the timing is quite a coincidence, as of yesterday, before the hearings, they decided, with no charges filed, to put Stewart in jail. And by the way, pre-trial confinement sounds nice. He is in an isolation cell, humiliated, and they are they have done everything they can, in my opinion, for the last 30 days to intimidate and to pressure him and to make him look bad for asking for accountability. And All he, he did, I want to be nothing. very clear here, he posted a video, I believe, on, on LinkedIn and Facebook, right? And he did Correct. it on the day that we lost you know, 13 of our fellow American heroes, right, Uh, and 11 Marines that day, one sailor, one Army special operator. And he said people are upset because their senior leaders let them down. None of them are raising their hands and accepting accountability, saying we messed this up. And anyway, and then he published a second post the next day, announcing that he'd been relieved as battalion commander for advanced infantry training battalion at the School of Infantry East at Camp Lejeune. Is that, is that pretty accurate? A highly, highly coveted position. He right. was probably one of the top 1% of officers after 17 years. They were promoting him on a fast track. And because he asked for accountability, they have spent the last 30 days uh, turning their back on him. You know, you talk about leave no man behind, well, they're leaving him behind. Um, I'd like to say something. Yeah, Kathy, Um, sure. Thank you for having us on. Um, You need to understand with the accountability, um, so many of our service members have, have died of suicides, and he was working with suicide prevention, and he knew that these service members needed accountability so they could have closure. What we really don't understand is how many lives he saved on the battlefield and how many lives he saved by putting his own livelihood on the line, asking for accountability. I've had countless service people write me and say, he saved my life that day. So what he did needed to be done by our military, and our military needs to stand behind him, stand with him. What they're doing to him is an outrage. It just is simple outrage. I, I, you know, and and here's a man too, by the way, that also he's been there 17 years. He retires in three years, so he could just yeah. keep his mouth shut and watch Americans abandoned behind enemy lines. But he couldn't, in good conscience, do it, could he? And he could he have could safely, not. you know, like guaranteed so his other, pension. He absolutely could not. This is his personality. He, when you talk about moral courage and valor, that's him. He is the epitome of what they want as a marine. And he, the Marines trained him to be a warrior. The Marines trained him for 17 years to be a warrior. He is a warrior. He is still on the battlefield protecting the hundreds of thousands of men and women that have served the last 20 years. In fact, we've even had Vietnam vets contacting us saying, hoorah, 
because the, the, we're, this nation is embarrassed at the way we exited, and they would like accountability. That's the only way these service people will find closure, as Kathy said, on was it all worth it. And the generals can't seem or aren't willing to do that for Stewart. Instead, they issued a gag order for him, and he broke the gag order because he talked, and they threw him in jail. And, you know, we don't know how long this will be. We are being told to be prepared that this could be months or years before it goes to trial, if it goes to trial. We're being told this is not a sprint. It's an ultramarathon. They control him. He tried to resign, and we were told by the Marine Corps that he serves at the pleasure of the president, and we'll let him know when he can go. You know, I've got to give you both credit for speaking out because he's been silenced. The country wouldn't know about this, but for both of you now standing up for your son who stood up for his country and he put himself, how many, how many tours of duty did your son serve? I think he did five, but one was a year long. It was a counter, many different units were there, Air Force, Army, and and Marines. So he was there for a year. He was there for seven months off and so on. So he put his life on, those, on the line for his country. Now he's so serving really, in, a, in a position where, you know, he's, he's trying to help the many that, frankly, were, over, I believe, over-deployed and that have PTSD issues, and now Joe Biden pulls out and the Taliban's back in power, and I think everybody has a right to ask, what the hell did we do any of this for? You know, we, we can't That's keep doing this to our national treasure. Correct. No, it's a, so, it's a disgrace, but, but here, here's where we're at. We're asking Americans to stand up. Do Americans find it acceptable that a 17-year war hero that fought for them and their Marines and their children and who led them and guided them and taught them, is it right that we throw him in jail? Is it right that we strip him of his well-deserved retirement and health care benefits that he and his family will need for the rest of their lives, along with many other veterans. Can I ask you a question? Uh, is, that you okay, a, is that okay with Americans? This is what I'm it's asking. Not okay. It's not okay with Sean Hannity, and I can tell you right now, it's not okay with my audience. I know my audience very well, and they're aghast at, at this story that you're telling. I can promise you that. Do you have a good attorney? Uh, yes. He has an attorney. We have, we, um, I didn't ask if he has an attorney. There's a difference. Stu, trust me, I, I live with attorneys. I don't get to go to the bathroom without talking to an attorney. My question well, is, does, he have, a good, does he, he have a great attorney? He, he needs he a great attorney. Us. He protected us for most of this for the first 30 days. He, he, he would just say, I've got this. I've got this. So I believe so, he so has sure. a great attorney. Um, so, and, and I believe that these are the things that people are always saying, what can we do? And this is what we're saying. First off, pray. Please pray for our nation. Contact your congressman and say, this is not right. Stand up for Sue. We're asking people to donate at pipehittersfoundation.org. And if you go to the top of the page, it says who we represent. His picture will come up and donate there. So, his family needs this money. We don't, we don't know what's coming down the pike. We don't know what's coming because they're not letting us talk to him. You can't talk to your son? No. Our son has not been given a book 
He's not been giving a pad to write. He's in isolation. And he has not even been presented charges. Again, all during the week of Senate hearings. I, 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 okay, whatever happened to something called due process? Well, you know, just uh, because you're in the military, you don't give up due process. You don't give up the presumption of innocence. You don't give up the right to an attorney. You don't give up, you know, you, you do have, you do have the ability to talk with counsel and family. Uh, we do this for, you know, serial murderers for crying out loud. We have been told there will be a hearing on Thursday or possibly next week. Well, well I'm not going to let this case go. You know. Thank you, Sean. You know, so who is informing you of any of this? They're not, it doesn't even sound like you're getting full, complete information. Well, he has, uh, Art, go ahead, Kathy. Well, he has. He placed one call to us when he was first incarcerated and asked us to contact his attorney. He had given us his phone number the day before. We were prepared in case this happened. Um, his attorney, I believe, is going to go see him today. Um, so, you know, we... We've got, you know, it's it's just awful. I can't really talk about how we know what's going on. It's it's just awful. How can people I, get in touch with you and and help you? Well, they can go to that pipe hitters pipe hitters foundation dot org and donate. They can contact. Okay, I don't me know what Facebook. that is. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll get this information. And by the end of the program okay. today, I'll have it up on my website, Hannity.com. I'll, I'll make it easier for you. Um, okay, we'll have you. you back <laughs> as things develop here. Please keep us in the loop so we can inform everybody. And I know there's well, going to be a lot of people that want to help you. I want to help you. He needs, he needs America's help. Yeah, he does. He needs America's help. This is he deserves atrocious. it. Yes. You know what? If they don't like what he says, then let him go. He's going to exactly. lose his pension. He's going to lose his health benefits. He's going to lose all that. But if, if, but. And, and by the way, to do the right thing, he was already prepared to do that. Anybody that has watched his Clearly. videos knows that he threw it all on the line. He was prepared to give up his pension, his benefits, his family stability, and he has lost all three of them. Now, we'll and we would like, parents, we would like to think as, as a parents, proud American. As his parents, we don't think he should have to give up his 17-year. I agree with you. I agree but with you he, too. He's proud, and and in principle, he's so angry at the lack of accountability. He was prepared to do that. We will stay on this case. You have my word, Stu, Kathy, Scheller. We're praying for your son, Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller, um, and uh, we'll, we're going to follow this story very closely. Okay. Thank you, Sean. We'll send you uh, contact information where your listeners can reach us. We appreciate you being on. Our prayers are with you and with your son. 800-941-SEAN, our number. All right, 25 till the top of the hour. 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. I want to go to this issue of General Milley testifying earlier today, telling uh, Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn that he did talk to Robert Costa and Bob Woodward. Oh, but he hasn't read the books. Well, he's seen the excerpts. And we know what the accusations are, and that is that he that he had fellow military leaders take a, an oath to him and that he was looking to assert the constitutional authority that is solely the president of the United States. He, 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 so he's 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 trying to be cute with his answer. But listen to what he said to Marsha Blackburn. General Milley, um, yes or no to this. Did you talk to Bob Woodard or Robert Costa for their book, Peril? Woodward, yes. Coster, no. Did you talk to Carol Leonick and Philip Rucker for their book, Alone, Can I Fix It? 
Yes. Did you talk to Michael Bender for his book? Book is frankly, we did win this election. The inside story of how Trump lost. Yes. Yes. And were you accurately represented in these books? I haven't read any of the books, so I don't know. I've, I've seen press know. reporting of it. I, okay. I haven't read the books. Uh, let's have you read the books and then let us know if you are accurately presented Absolutely. and portrayed. Happy to do that. Um, he knows what's written, so he's being cute with the answer. Because the reality is, if he if he was plotting and scheming and planning with a Nancy Pelosi and then with other military leaders that he was going to break the chain of of custody and command custody and try to usurp the constitutional authority of the president if he needed to launch a nuclear weapon, uh, that would be beyond a fireable offense, just as a matter of course. Now, he says, you know, that he routinely made calls with his Chinese counterpart with civilian oversight, and then at one point says that he, he actually told Pompeo and Mark Meadows that they were briefed on the calls, but that doesn't answer the question either as to whether or not he said that he would tip off the communist Chinese if we were going to engage in a necessary military action against you know a hostile regime. So he doesn't answer the question there either. But the reality is, you, you know, you cannot get past the fact that they botched this whole thing up. I mean, I love how they keep going back to, oh, we didn't see this coming. That's just a lie. And if they didn't see it coming, that means they're either, they're, they're so incompetent, they're not up to the job. Because the world watched. That's why we created the map that I kept playing on TV over and over again with the date and where the Taliban was and how much geographic area they had taken over as the Afghan army was collapsing again and again and again. They were on the march in, in the month of March, April, May, June, July, and still in July with over 50% of the geographic area of Afghanistan out in control of the Taliban. You know, Joe Biden is still bragging about how great this, this well-trained army is, Afghan army is. And they even have an air force. Well, now the Taliban has an air force courtesy of the red, white, and blue and Joe Biden and some of the most sophisticated military technology and equipment available in the world today. All right, let's go to Don is in Iowa. Don, you're on the Sean Hannity Show. Glad you called, sir. Hi, Sean. Thank you for taking my call. I am. Um, I'm a Marine veteran. I'm a truck driver. And uh, I, I wanted to speak about. Uh, By the way, I Colonel love the Chandler fact that truck drivers. First of all, thank you for serving the country. Now, do you do coast to coast? Do you like, you know, a full time trucker and that's your gig? I'm everywhere. Yes, Sean. Wow. That's, now, do you have your own company, do. or do I, you do you work for a company? What do you do? I'm a, a, a general manager of a company with 85 trucks, but I drive That's a awesome. <laughs> I, don't, I can't give up my truck. Uh, August 29th, when I saw the video from uh, Colonel Scheller, I immediately sent him a text offering him a uh, job because I knew right then he was giving up his career. Um, right. I told him he, he wouldn't need my job because he would see thousands of job offers looking for a man of his character. And um, I have a son in the Navy who I look out for, like the Shullers look out for their son. And uh, I could only imagine him in that position. And But Colonel Scheller knew uh, a month ago that he was going to be putting himself in prison. He's there for a reason, but he's not in disgrace he's standing proud and standing tall i I agree with you and i gotta say this is about his parents that we just interviewed as you heard you know and you could hear this this 
you know, his poor mom voice was cracking, you know, throughout the interview. And this is not this this is not an easy lift for them to go public. But if they didn't go public, we wouldn't know everything that was going on here. And we need to know. Now, I think public pressure, if we bring enough of it, we, we, we can definitely, you know, have an impact and hopefully at least get Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller his life back. That's the least he deserves for a guy that put his life on the line for us. He spoke out. What he spoke was truth to power. The military, we saw what a disastrous hearing this was today. And, you know, but now now he and his parents are in the fight of a life, of their life. Well, that's why I called, because I wanted uh, Stuart and Kathy to know that all of us military parents are standing with them. We are all behind them and support them. But, uh, and, and so is everybody uh, else. I can tell you right now, I know I speak for a large percentage of this audience, the overwhelming 90-plus percent. They, are, they stand no with them, too. Mind. No doubt in my mind. I know the Sean Hannity audience very well. I listen every day, and I, uh, I, I know the kind of people that listen to your show and participate in your show, and every one of us is, is with them. Well, I can promise uh, you this, but, Don. Just like we're not going to give up reminding people that we abandoned Americans until we get every American home, and hopefully we can yes. get them home, the odds uh, they, the odds are lower every day that passes. It's now day 45 since I, we've abandoned them. So if you notice, this show's not giving up on it. Our TV show's not giving up on it. And I'm not going to give up on Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller either. Well, when Joe Biden said that they need to go to another country to get their papers to come into the United States... I suggest they go to Mexico. They'll get right in, and he'll even send them plane tickets then. Yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable. The times we're living in are pretty remarkable, and it's tremendously disappointing, embarrassing, humiliating even, sad, beyond comprehension. It's hard to wrap my mind around the, any concept of leaving fellow Americans behind enemy lines like this. You know, but what's happening at the border, begging OPEC to produce more energy. You know, spending more money than it, it, when you look at the equivalent of the, you know, you know, FDR's New Deal and and, you know, LBJ's Great Society. It's it's more money in terms of GDP of the country. We can't afford it. You know, letting millions of people in this country illegally, you know, promising them amnesty, trying to sneak in amnesty. You know, you put it all together. It's a pretty, pretty dark, dismal picture of the world under Joe Biden. And I don't even think the guy oh, knows what day of the week it is. Absolutely. And, and Sean, let me tell you that uh, my activism comes from my years of listening to you, Rush, Mark. Thank uh, me. And, yeah, thank me very much. That's right. Thank me. I but, said uh, it. Nobody else will say it. There. <laughs> I said it. But... Uh, I, I uh, you, you keep up what you're doing. Uh, I love you. We're I love all spokes show. in a wheel, Don. Uh, you hear me say that a lot. We're all spokes in a wheel, my friend. I try and do my part. And by the way, if, if uh, Colonel Shelver takes me up, I'm going to ask you to put up uh, a, uh, a patriot into driving school instead of a ungrateful liberal like you did the one time. Uh, <laughs> you know, that was amazing. You mean you, Tavares? I'll send him to driving school. I'll make that deal right you. now. Done. Done. Thank you. All right. 
Yeah, yeah. Katie. But I, but I, but I have friends and, that own drive. I have friends that own trucking companies. I might let them work for him. You know, if I'm going to pay for it, no, I'm teasing. You can, you know, this is the this is an employee you're going to want. Uh, thank you, Don. God bless you and your business too. And thanks for serving your country. Um, David is in Alabama. What's up, David? How are you, sir? How are you doing, Sean? Thank you for taking my call. Um, long time listener, first time caller. Um, Marine veteran. So I'm kind of uh, upset with what I'm seeing going on, and I want to thank you for your support of the troops and the military that we have today. Uh, but I have one question for you. Um, if we knew we were getting out of Afghanistan and we had 2,500, 3,500 people there, why do we have so much equipment left behind? Why was it still there? Well, why did we leave Americans there? Why did we leave their families there? Why did we leave green exactly. card holders there? Why did we leave our Afghan allies there? Because the reality is it was a botched debacle of a withdrawal it was one of the biggest if not the biggest foreign policy failure it's one of the biggest in history for sure and wow. the the I, I, you're asking me how we could do this there's no explanation that would be satisfactory to me knowing that the taliban was on the march the whole time but it's like everything else with joe biden i mean everything they seem to say is full of lies they lie about a lot you know, the lies of Mayorkas on the border, they lie. You know, the lies of, of Joe Biden and Jen Psaki, you know, I could spend the rest of the day talking about it. I agree. It, it's just it's an, a, just a shame what this country's done. And yep. Yeah, they tell us, oh, the southern border is closed. That was a lie. Border Patrol agents, you know, whip these Haitian migrants with whips. That's a lie. We, we will not leave Afghanistan until every American is evacuated. That was a lie. The drone attack killed ISIS-K terrorists, a lie. Hunter Biden's laptop is Russian disinformation, a lie. The cost of the Democrats' $3.5 trillion social welfare bill is $0, another lie. How many lies can you tell? About three more years worth. <laughs> That's a damn good answer. I can't top that, David. Thank you. Quick break, right back to the phones. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Our final roundup and information overload hour. All right, back to our busy telephones. Oklahoma, Sean next, Sean Hannity Show. Hey, Sean, big fan. Thank I was wanted to see if you came across a recent email I had. Uh, for limited time only, purchase a Hunter Biden painting and receive a free Black Hawk helicopter. Taliban yeah. members may have additional fees and donation requirements. <laughs> well, to make a little I, I don't know if I want a painting by numbers. I was not impressed with the actual artwork. Put it this way. If I could match it, then you're in bad shape because I can't. I'm not an artist. <laughs> I was trying to make a light heart of a serious, serious uh, situation, though. I appreciate the call, Sean. We we need a lift every once in a while. Neil, in the southern, uh, in the great state of California, the United Socialist Utopia of California, once great state. What's up, Neil? How are you? I'm okay, Sean. Thank you for taking my call. I am a Guillain-Barre survivor, and um, used, I used to surf 25-foot waves. So wow. I'm going from that, from going from that to to a week later, not being able to walk. And you can get this virus from a 
spider bites, working with pesticides and chemicals, or uh, when your body, when you get a cold, your body can produce the virus by itself. And I think that's what happened with me. Um, and you can also get it from the flu shot. And I've never heard uh, that the virus can produce itself. You've got to be exposed to the virus. No, that's, the doctors told me that, that I, uh, your body can produce this all on its own. Uh, I've never, I, I would think you'd have to be exposed, but I'm not going to sit here and argue because I'm not a doctor or a scientist and I don't work in a virology lab. And that's why I tell people to ask their doctors. All right. So there's no point. Yeah. I'm just a woodworker, <laughs> but uh, I don't want to take the chance ever again at not being able to, I, I, I could move two days after in the ICU, I could move nothing below my, my esophagus. My hands rolled up like a quadriplegic, and um, I don't want to take a chance uh, ever again that, that ever getting that again. And also, what's going to happen? I'm not so, going to wait a minute. Explain. That. So you've had a bad reaction of, to vaccines in the past. Is that what you're telling me? No, 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 no. That's uh, that's why I say that the Guillain-Barre. I was told by my by my medical team that I could get the you can get it from getting uh, a cold or a flu, your body produces it. And I think that's what happened to me. I felt like I was getting a cold for about eight hours. It went away. I was on uh, uh, my 89th day straight of 12 to 16 hour days. And um, that's probably, I ran my body down so low. And um, uh, like I said, I could move nothing down from my esophagus down my second day in ICU. And, After getting the shot. Um, Listen, I, you know, you know, you're going off into stuff that is, you know, very unique to you. Here's what I'm going to tell people. And I'm sticking with my my mantra. And it's very simple. I've seen the worst of this this thing. It's bad. Uh, nearly 700,000 Americans are dead. Take it seriously. I've seen people survive ventilators. And I know people that diet on ventilators. OK, take it seriously. And by that, do your own research. I don't mean put on a white coat and start your own virology lab. I'm talking about reading. There's a wealth of information out there. Learn about it. Educate yourself so you can ask your doctor the questions that are pertinent to you based on your unique medical history and your current medical condition. You know, I, I can't really tell people what to do. I don't believe in one size fits all medicine. Um, but uh, listen, I'm not lying to you when I tell you this thing is real. Take it, take it seriously. Protect yourself, protect your family, protect your loved ones and make the right decision in consultation with your doctor and and. You know, people want to attack me for saying that. And I'm like, no, that's the right advice. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program.